What's going on, guys? Welcome back to One Star Shop. Let's get right into this episode. Last night was UFC Fight Night. Corey Sanhagen against TJ Dillashaw. And the main event was very exciting. First fight for Dillashaw in two years after his suspension for EPO. And now he's back. And this fight definitely secured him a title shot down the road if Peter Jan and Algermain fight in the fall. He said that he's open to fighting someone else also in the top five, so let's break down this fight. So TJ, he basically got Corey Sanhagen to this position in every single round. He got him up against the cage and basically had Corey Sanhagen's back and he was trying to basically control the fight there. And then he would take him down at least once every round. So I guess that added up to the judges. It kind of looked like he had control of the fight. But Sanhagen, he definitely brought the attack. He was landing a lot of shots early in the fight. And he split TJ at the same spot where... He got cut in training that postponed the fight initially. It was supposed to happen in June, and it got postponed until yesterday. So it was a very entertaining fight. Sanhagen, he brought a lot of flying knee attacks, a lot of spinning attacks with kicks to the head of Dillashaw. And Dillashaw, he's just really a... Insane competitor. He really has a tough drive. He had a really bad cut that could have had doctors stop it. Herb Dean at one point brought in the doctor to basically get the blood out of his eyes so he could see a little bit better <laughs> during the round. So it was definitely possible that this fight could have been stopped, but he fought through it and he was able to get the victory. He went to a split decision, and Corey Sanhagen looked shocked after the fight. He thought he did enough, but he did get taken down pretty much every round. But he did land a lot of shots, put out a lot of kicks. But Dillashaw, he was able to keep him like at arm's length pretty much. And he brought some kicks of his own, tried to neutralize him a little bit, and... Yeah, Dillashaw looked like his head was about to fall off, but he <laughs> he grinded it out, and he got the win. So after the fight, I was looking at some interviews, and Corey Sanhagen said that he talked to Sean Shelby, who's one of the matchmakers for the UFC, like makes the fights and shit. And he said that he's still one win away from the title shot. So... I guess we'll have to see who he gets next. Obviously, it's going to be a top five guy. Same with Dillashaw. So, yeah, that was definitely a crazy fight, but some other fights that were on the card. Adrian Yanez against Randy Costa. This fight was one that I was talking about before it happened, that it was going to be one of the craziest fights. Yanez was getting kind of pieced up by Costa in the first round. 
And he was hanging in there, but he definitely took some damage. He was bloodied up a little bit when he went back to his corner. And then in the second round, he landed a barrage of shots. And he dropped Costa and kept the onslaught coming until the fight was over. So Adrian Nanez with another solid victory. He said that he wasn't really happy with it because it could have been a lot cleaner and he shouldn't have taken those shots. But a win's a win at the end of the day. So, yeah. And there was another crazy fight between Darren Elkins and Derek Minner. It was a fucking war. Darren Elkins has been around for a really long time, and he takes a lot of damage, and that's his nickname, the damage. So, yeah, he was bloodied up, and he was on like a four-fight losing streak, so it was good for him to get back in the win column because the UFC probably could have cut him if he kept losing, but he's a savage. He's been around for a really long time. And there were a bunch of crazy fights on this card, a bunch of women's fights that really held up. But the next pay-per-view is in two weeks, and next week is Uriah Hall against Sean Strickland in the main event in the middleweight division. So that's a solid main event. Uriah Hall's a great fighter. He's from New York. Oh, one of the craziest fights of the night was uh, this guy, Arce. He's out of Queens. And he really just, like, put this guy to sleep last night. So that was in the featherweight division, I believe. So last night, it was a bunch of great fights. Like, even though, like, some of these guys might not have, like, the biggest name yet, like, them getting the exposure that they need on these fight nights is kind of how they build up their fan base and get people to know who they are. So it's always cool to see some new fighters. But the next pay-per-view is UFC 265, four? UFC 265, I believe. And that would be headlined by Derek Lewis and Cyril Gunn, and also Amanda Nunes defending her Bantamweight Championship against Juliana Pena. And that's going to be a great fight. Juliana Pena said that she's not afraid of Amanda Nunes, and everybody else has fell to Amanda Nunes. So everybody else is lost. So Juliana Pena, she's been around for a really long time. She's a great jiu-jitsu. She has good wrestling, too. And she could probably 
handle Amanda Nunes potentially, but I don't know. We're going to have to really see that. Yeah, it's UFC 265. Yeah. Kind of lost track after uh, Connor made me spend 70 bucks on a pay-per-view that ended like that. It's like, which one is this again? So, yeah, Derek Lewis and Cyril Gunn going for the interim heavyweight championship in the main event of UFC 265 in Derek Lewis's hometown of Houston, Texas. That's going to be insane. Also on this card, we got Jose Aldo, the legend, the kangaroo against Pedro Munoz, who's been on the rise lately in the Bantamweight division. So this is a great matchup for him to fight a legend and Aldo. Then we also got an insane matchup between veterans Michael Chiesa and Vicente Luque, who just beat Tyron Woodley. So... This is a great fight in the welterweight division. Also, Song Yadong returning to face Casey Kenny in the bantamweight division. Angela Hill returning on pretty short notice. She fights all the time against Tashia Torres. That's an interesting name. Never seen that name before. Bobby Green returning to the Octagon against Raphael Aziz. Alonzo Menafield against Ed Herman. Yeah, it looks like a pretty good fight card. I don't know if I'm necessarily going to be spending 70 bucks on this one, but we'll see. Probably not. And then another fight got announced. Oh, wait. Well, next weekend also is Bellator 263. And if you guys aren't really tapped in with Bellator, it's definitely a great product to watch. And they put on good fights every weekend. But this is a really big one. Patricio Pitbull, he's the champion. He's a double champ, lightweight and featherweight. He's facing A.J. McKee in the final of the Featherweight Grand Prix. A.J. McKee's 17-0. His dad was a fighter also. And he's been a savage his whole entire career so far. And he grew up in Bellator. So he's bred for this. And hopefully he's able to knock off the long-reigning champion, Patricio Pitbull, who is a great fighter. I'm a big fan of him also. But it's going to be a great fight. That's on Showtime. July 31st. Prelims start at 6 o'clock. Main card 9 o'clock. And then we got the cousin of Khabib Nurmagomedov. Also on this card. Usman Nurmagomedov against Manny Muro. I have no idea who that is. Yeah, but anyway, last night, TJ Dillashaw, he definitely really proved that he could be back to the top of his game. Obviously, returning after a two-year layoff against a really good Corey Sanhagen, who 
put a lot of damage on TJ. Like, he really split his head open, you know? Like, Sanhagen was definitely really disappointed in himself that he couldn't get the job done. And obviously, the judges are sometimes seeing something that we're not, you know, like they're seeing like control of the fight and it was a really close fight. Like they were both landing shots on each other. Like TJ wasn't just like completely getting decimated. He did get dropped a couple times, but then he dropped Corey and kept taking him down just to basically like keep the tempo of the fight in his favor. So it was definitely a great main event. I'm looking forward to next week's fights. Should be a decent card. And yeah, the next fight card after UFC 265 is Jared Cannonier against Kelvin Gastelum in the main event. And so far, that's the only fight announced, and that's the main event. So they're obviously going to add more fights to that, but that's going to be a important fight in the middleweight division. Obviously, they're looking for challengers for Adesanya all the time. I wonder who his next opponent's going to be after he fights Robert Whitaker. I wonder when that's going to get finalized. And... So Logan Paul and Anderson Silva are in talks to box in 2021 as that's going to be the fucking crazy shit. Logan's trying to fight both goats in MMA and boxing. So that's pretty crazy. Interested to see if that actually does happen, but it looks like it will happen. And I saw the other day that the flyweight champion, Brandon Moreno, he was training with Canelo Alvarez. Like, both of them are from Mexico, and they're both champions. So it kind of makes sense for them to be training together. So you got to expect Brandon Moreno to have crazy boxing the next time he fights. Like, he already has had pretty good boxing. It's pretty good all around. So he was definitely an exciting fight to watch a couple weeks ago and last night um, Kyler Phillips he trains with Sean O'Malley he's been like undefeated in the UFC so far he's only had like three fights like on the UFC roster he lost to Paeva he went the distance he got the split decision So, yeah, Phillips lost, so he'll probably get an okay fight the next time out, but that was his first loss in the UFC. It was definitely a good night of fights last night. The Olympics are going on right now, and the men's basketball team just lost to France. So, 
in basketball. Sorry. Uh, yeah. So definitely tuning into the Olympics. There's a lot of shit to watch. Obviously, it's kind of slow with professional sports. Obviously, just baseball right now and getting ready for football season. And I guess one of the biggest stories right now is if Aaron Rodgers is going to actually report to training camp for the Packers and if he's actually going to stay a Packer. He obviously wants out and he doesn't want to be on the team anymore and it's more than just the money at this point. Like he could have become, became rather um, the highest paid Quarterback in NFL history, highest paid player, but he just doesn't want to be on the Packers because of the decision making that they make, and they don't really have like a really great front office. Like they kind of don't draft players to really help them out. They draft defensive players. They don't draft offensive. No wide receivers. They obviously have Devontae Adams, but he could be on his way out of Green Bay also if Rodgers leaves. And maybe he'll go to the Broncos, and maybe he'll go somewhere else and establish a new legacy for himself, or he could just become the host of Jeopardy. But that's just my thoughts. It's raining now today. And... Kanye still hasn't dropped Donda, but he was inside of the Mercedes-Benz Superdome, apparently, and he was still in there from the other night, and he set up, like, a studio in there to finish the album, apparently, and he, like, showed up at a Atlanta FC, which is a MLS team, Major League Soccer, and he was just, like, in the crowd, like, still dressed in the same shit that he was wearing at the Donda listening event, so... Drop that shit, Kanye. We need it. (laughs) And this has been an episode of One Stop Shop. Peace out, guys.